This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. Might have to get that sorted in a minute. Anyway, um, I did wake up this morning and I came in here and it's my favourite time of the week. Because right now, Dan Malecki, when we do the Friday form panel, welcome to you. Um, this is the exciting time. This is all about anticipation. We haven't lost any money yet, so we can be excited about the prospect that it might go the other way tomorrow night at Melton. How are you this Friday morning? I'm uh, not too bad. Thank you, uh, Jason. Good morning to everyone. Yes, we'll be uh, hunting for as many winners as we can and... Uh, We'll be uh, a gathering the collects at the end of the night as we, indeed, Jason Bonington and, and I, search for the holy grail of winners at Milton. Yes, and uh, hopefully we can find them. It does look on face value, potentially, maybe, to be a night where there are some cheap kills, which there haven't been recently, but I'm not sure that, uh, I'm not sure that I should say that, but uh, we've got a brand new segment later, by the way, called Multiculture. <laughs> we've got to get one of these multi. It's a new one every week. It's been very hard. It's been very hard to get the multis up. But this might be, uh, I reckon there's maybe two, three, two or three out of the nine races maybe that look fairly fundamental in terms of a, a short price winner if you do want to play those lean multis into the footy or something like that. Are you with me or are you thinking, are you a little bit scarred from recent weeks and just looking back and saying, look, just calm down, J-Bond, uh, <laughs> nothing's immoral until they run the race? Well, after the result in the footy last week, I don't know if I'd be including the footy. If you were, you'd be going to, for the rank outsiders. Um, that was a bit of a blowout. In fact, it would have been far harder trying to tip a few winners at the footy than it was at the trots last week. I reckon we stick at the trots. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I honestly, and I, I know that people love it and I get it. I totally get it because uh, for a lot of young people, it, um, it helps them enjoy the game to have a couple of bets. I can't, I really can't bet on the footy. I will, I won't say I've never done it. I have done it, of course. I've had the silly bets for first goal and everything. But to be honest, I don't understand how people, it's hard enough doing form on races. I don't know how you do form on, on games of footy where there's, 22 players out there, injuries can happen, anything can happen, conditions can change. And there's experts on this, did you know, Dan, who, who, apparently, who apparently can work out these games. But I can tell you one thing, I'm not one of them. Mm, no, I'm not one of them. And uh, if the stewards uh, in harness racing or any of the codes uh, were applicable to football, they would have a lot of, lot of headaches and there'd be far more inquiries. I'm not saying anything's going, you know, any skullduggery, but... Uh, uh, the please explains for form turnarounds. Um, they'd be going to pass midnight, I reckon, every week. <laughs> Query poor performance. Um, <laughs> scoped. Every player scoped after Stood the, down. Stood what down. would happen then? They all trialling on the Monday. <laughs> stood down vets. Well, I suppose that's when they go to training, isn't it? Um, let's get stuck in. Sulky.app, future of form. 
uh, Vic Brad Pace, Bronte Newenberg, one half of the Newenberg Sulky App team, joined us for burning questions uh, yesterday, and she was terrific. We didn't talk about this race. I did mention, I think in the form comment, I compared um, skydiving off a hot air balloon blindfolded or bungee jumping in a third world country with a freight rope between Sweet Passion and Beach Memories here. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh on Sweet Passion, but I've got to say, Dan, even though he won last week, I think a lot of the things you said in the Friday form panel uh, last week, seven days ago, still applied. So it was a really good win. Chase hit the front, but I still think there were signs when Tiger Bandwagon, who'd had a harder run after running the gate, Ford back at him that Sweet Passion was ready ready to potentially wave the white flag. And if he's in front tonight, I, I don't know, or tomorrow night, I should say, I'm not sure that's the best place for him to be. And Beach Memories, I think, he's the best horse in the race, but we know what she's like. She's got any amount of ability, but um, there's every chance she'll, turn, uh, chance she'll turn and run the other way at the start. So which poison do we pick here? Or do we say maybe Tiger Bandwagon's going to get that beautiful run in behind Sweet Passion, and if he wants one to run past him, well, Tiger Bandwagon's going to be in the spot. Yeah. Oh, look, you make some really good points. There are horses there that you don't really want to back. I mean, if you don't follow the trots and you see Sweet Passion's form and the fact that it's drawn well, you think it may well be the one. Um, If you've seen Beach Memories run before and the horses that she's run against, you think that she might be the one. But um, considering, I'll tell you the horse that's value again is Art Chester, considering he's been winning races at Melton uh, at the 750, largely forgotten about a bit. Um, but Tiger Bandwagon was good last week, so I thought he had the gate speed. Sweet Passion at times can run the gate, and then then not. I just last week Matt Craven made a reference to getting the front too soon. When you look at Hamilton, it loomed up, hit the front, didn't finish it off. And even last week, while it kept its head in front, it didn't want to pull away. It should have, and that's probably why it didn't look overly impressive going about its work. But Maybe it's a better chaser and better following and just has a short burst of speed as it gets up in class. Um, and with that in mind, in front wouldn't be the place to be unless it, le- it, it, it... Well, I don't think it could head off Tiger Bandwagon on what we saw last week anyway. Um, but Batman Barry's the other one that can fly across two from the wider gate. So there could be really good uh, tempo here, which would probably su- uh, suit Sweet Passion. And, and I don't know if that would work in the favour of Beach Memories either. Her, her run, look, was terrific first up, but she always vulnerable, um, well behind in the score-up. She virtually runs a 2,000-metre race at speed before they let the, the field go over the shorter trip. So um, I, I was initially thinking Tiger Bandwagon, Jason, because yeah. A, he might lead, but if Batman Barry come across and headed him off, and at least he would still have the run of the race. So... He might be the one for me. I've tipped one, Tiger Bandwagon, five Art Jester because he's largely underestimated. I'll put Sweet Passion in because I think now that he's shown that even if he's two lengths off his best, he's still very competitive in this company. And, and look, he beat this company last week, to be fair. Uh, Batman Barry was the other one. Um, that I've, I've won five, two, seven. I, I mentioned Zubri caught the eye again last week. He's going really well. He could be three back to pegs and that might be a good spot for him to finish top four. And and Beach Memories, I, I might be uh, harsh here, but, you know, I, every time I, I see her, she's chasing from a long way back. She's going to have to work hard. She might be good enough to win and she'll probably be fitter and all that sort of stuff. But, again, she's in the mix, but I haven't got her in my numbers. I've got to say, uh, with everything you've just said, even about um, 
even about uh, a Tiger bandwagon potentially wanting to kick up and hold the front because that was definitely the plan. I even got the text from Jimmy Herbertson uh, last week after I wrote in the Herald Sun. There's to be an element of surprise. Somebody springs a surprise. It might be Jimmy Herbertson wanting to lead with Tiger bandwagon. And he said, well, you've blown the, my cover now. And they did try and lead. I reckon particularly the – so the pump-up you gave for Zubri last week and the run that followed – Zubri was virtually the run of the race – um, or as good as anything in the race, at least, at very least. And here we're looking at – I'm just looking from a price perspective now. So my tips are 11, 2, 1 and 8. But I'm thinking Zubri uh, behind the leader. What? Give, give me the likelihood that Zubri's behind the leader compared to three poles out of out of 100% then. Um, well, I'm thinking Batman Barry is the intriguing runner. If they press the button there, I'd – well, he, he could make an interesting with Tiger Bandwagon and might even open up a spot where either Sweet Passion or Batman Barry could drop in. So I'm still looking at Zubri uh, being three back along the pegs. If he's closer, terrific. But three back of the pe- on the pegs, the way he found the line last week, he's still a, uh, uh, an outside winning shot chance, but a very strong chance to run uh, top three, particularly if it's one of those races where they go hard early and they just steady up a little bit. Beach Memories goes around them, has to work, depending on how hard she has to get around there because I'm sure that's what they're going to look to do. And then they quicken up with the last 400 metres. It's going to suit the peg line horses. So Zubri, um, a dollar a win, $4 a place bet if you're on him. He's definitely going better, isn't he? As a 10-year-old, oh. and you could see that desire in the Arrow Valley and Shepparton wins. He's run last week. He he was just, um, he was a bit stiff. I think it probably even surprised uh, Chris Alford that he, he finished off as well as he did. And that was from a bad gate. So uh, here it's not a great gate, but surely it's a, it's a ground-saving um, barrier. And, um, yeah, for a horse that was put in such a slashing run last week, $16, and what is he, a place? $3. $3.60 looks reasonably attractive, doesn't it? Well, it does. Look, I'm going 11 2 one and 8 but my bet in the race, and I didn't, yeah, one by four, or even if you want to, look, the two favourites here are $3.20 each of two, and you're getting a better price about Zubri to run a place than you are about either of the favourites to win, even Tiger Bandwagon. I think there's a better chance that Zubri runs a place than Sweet Passion at Beach Memories or Tiger Bandwagon winning yeah. the race, to be honest. So that's my bet in the race, straight out of the place, I think, or one by four, as D-Mills has outlined. 11-2-1-8. The Friday form panel is underway. We're one race down, eight races to go. When we return, we'll have a look at the first square gutting race of the night. And I'm going to give a little dissertation here on why I think this is going to be a very strong betting affair. Back soon. More Friday form panel here on Trot's Life on a Friday on SN Track.